This is Northland Outdoors Radio. We're back, Northland Outdoors Radio. I'm Brett Amundsen. Kevin Wallenfang, our guest here from the Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. He's the big game ecologist. We're talking about whitetail management in the state of Wisconsin because a recent story came out about uh, a recent Wisconsin County Deer Advisory Council recommendation in Wapaka County where they could go to a, a completely antlerless harvest there despite shooting over 5000 bucks last year. And Kevin, in most areas in the north here in this region, like Minnesota, like North Dakota, deer numbers have declined in recent years due, due to a number of factors. But that's not necessarily the case in Wapaka County, is it? Well, I would say that is true overall. Um, you know, Wapaka County, like any county, um, the deer are not distributed equally. So despite the fact that they have made a fairly uh, gutsy and, and dramatic uh, recommendation for their season this year, there's areas in Wapaka County where you can sit all day and not see a deer as well. So they're not unique in that respect. Um, they do uh, overall shoot quite a few deer in, in that county. As a matter of fact, it's one of the highest buck uh, counties in the state as far as uh, bucks killed on a per square mile basis it's almost seven bucks um, so they do have a lot of deer uh, but yet at the same time we hear from people there just like we hear you know all over the state that uh, some of them don't see a lot of deer so um, it's uh, definitely got people's uh, feathers ruffled a little bit um, we've never had an antlerless only season from start to finish in the state of Wisconsin um, and so what they're recommending here is uh, not just the gun season, but the archery, the muzzleloader, every season throughout the entire fall would be uh, antlerless only. So um, it's certainly gotten uh, people's attention, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. So despite the county having bucks and, uh, you know, just, I'm guessing decent bucks maybe in places, they want to shoot zero. They're recommending zero bucks <laughs> be shot in Wapaka County. Right, and what they're doing here, I think, you know, I'm. it's uh, a little risky for me to, I, I don't want to speak on behalf of the council members. Sure. Um, you know, you should speak directly with them. But, um, you know, they're looking at a situation, and this, you know, this option is available to every county if they think that they need it. Um, they're looking at a situation where they've got a lot of deer uh, on average throughout the county, and they are seeing no way of stopping herd growth. Um, the options available to them um, will not allow them to stop herd growth. Um, you know, hunters over in that country, uh, like anywhere, I guess, in the state, you know, they, they set the standard as to what they are willing to shoot or what they have access to shoot. Um, and they are seeing herd growth, and they're looking at this as a way to try to curb that herd growth in the future. So, um, you know, there are other counties that actually talked about the option. Um, we've got counties out there that are, are uh, considering options that they no longer have, such as Ernabuck. You know, they've talked about it. Unfortunately, it's not something that we can uh, bring back. It would change. Uh, it would take a change in our state legislature to do that. Um, but, you know, they're looking at, uh, at a lot of deer down the road and uh, some of the problems that that can cause. Um, so this is their way of, uh, of at least bringing it to people's attention. Without getting into the, the politics of it, Kevin Wallenfang, our guest here from the Wisconsin DNR on Northland Outdoors Radio. In 2011, the Ernabuck program went away. Can, can you give us a summary of why that went away by any chance? Well, um, I think what it really comes down to is forcing people to do something that they don't want to do. It is effective, um, but it's a tough pill to swallow. 
And it was regulations like that that actually, you know, turned into the Deer Trustee uh, Review of Wisconsin's Deer Hunt. There was a lot of disgruntled folks out there. And, you know, when you're putting rules out there that people don't necessarily like, um, they they let uh, other folks of influence know that, and that's where the deer trustee report and these county deer advisory councils came from. I guess I could see it if you have a trophy buck walk in front of you and you hadn't shot a doe yet. I could see how that might be a, a tough situation to be a part of. But uh, Kevin Wallenfing, our guest here, Northland Outdoors Radio. So with Wapeka County, with the recommendation going completely antlerless, what needs to happen? What is the likelihood of that happening this year? Well, at this point, I really can't say that, but what this will now hinge on is public feedback. And so that council and all of the other councils in every county of the state, um, they will have another meeting in April. So these recommendations that they just submitted are preliminary. Um, And there's now going to be a public feedback period from April 4th through the 17th. And uh, we have a survey online and they can go online and and fill that out for any county of the state. And that's what these county deer advisory councils are counting on, is getting that feedback from the public. So, you know, there's one out there for every county in the state, um, and they are all making some sort of recommendations that they want that public feedback on, uh, whether it's an antlerless-only season. uh, We've also got nine counties that are recommending a buck-only season in the north again. Um, Quota uh, recommendations and permit recommendations, all of those things folks can go take a look at and provide that local uh, CDAC with their their own feedback, and that's what these guys are going to use to uh, determine what the final season framework is going to look like. This recommendation, based on the estimate of 64,000 deer in the county, are they saying, and maybe you don't have the numbers in front of you, so I apologize if I'm asking you a question you don't, you might not have the exact answer for, but are they saying that they'd like to see over 14,000 does or antlerless deer shot this year? Well, I don't have the numbers in front of me, um, but if their recommendation is a quota of 14,000, that is the number that they would be looking at to either you know, stop herd growth, maintain it where it is, or or uh, turn it downward, yes. Two more questions about it. How do you suppose the population uh, is getting that? Why do you suppose the population is getting that high there? And two, does this mean uh, potential for a lot more bonus tags available for that, for that county? Well, I'll answer your second question first. Um, they are also recommending some free tags within the county. Um, So we have had these farmland zone antlerless tags, and they are recommending that uh, that every hunter out there is going to have plenty of those. Um, There, I believe, are bonus permits being offered on top of it, so if somebody wanted to buy more than what they're uh, going to to, uh, issue with each license, they could do that. Go back. What was your first question? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what is cause? What's there? That's. I mean, is it the deer just uh, have a, a lot of places to hide, a lot of food to eat? How's the population getting that high? Well, again, Wapaka County is not unique in that. Uh, I think it's easy to look across the the entire Midwest and see how things have changed on the landscape over the last twenty or thirty years. Um, you know, access to properties is getting tougher. Um, uh, the, the idea of managing your property for deer 
and shooting bigger bucks, all of those things play a role in in uh, what's going on out there. So certainly habitat is changing to some extent. There's more houses out on the landscape. Just because there's more houses on the landscape doesn't necessarily mean that the habitat is completely gone and deer don't have a place to live. You know, we all know that uh, deer adapt quite well and are capable of uh, producing some pretty high numbers even within a neighborhood. Um, you have properties, and there's anybody that's hunted for a while, I'm sure that they can probably name a property that 20 years ago had 10 or 15 guys hunting on it, and now there might be one or two people hunting on it. So, you know, whether people are even capable of having access to those properties, and once they do get that property or if they own the property themselves, you know, who wants to shoot 15 or 20 deer in a year? Uh, and yet yeah. that might be what a certain property of, of significant size might need just to maintain the deer numbers on it. Ironically, you know, we've had our deer research project going on for about three years and over a thousand deer in Wisconsin had radio collars put on them. And Wapaka County was one of the counties in the state where that, uh, that research took place. And we, you know, it's hard to imagine in a farmland county of Wisconsin that deer would be starving to death. And yet in that part of the state, um, nutritional uh, challenges for those deer was a cause of, uh, of death. So it's not high predator numbers. Um, it's, you know, certainly we did lose some animals, some of the research animals in that area to predation and car accidents and, and hunting and everything else. Uh, but starvation was one of the causes of loss. And, you know, you really wouldn't expect that in a farmland zone like that. Well, very interesting stuff. And I know North Dakota puts out a, uh, a land, landowner contact list on their website for people that want to shoot does. <laughs> Maybe if you need some more hunters in Wapaka County to help get to that, uh, that harvest level that they want over there. Maybe you can attract some hunters from out of the area. I know I'd like to put a, an extra deer or two in the freezer next year. Well, that's up to the local hunters themselves. That's not <laughs> right. up to the department. Right. So. <laughs> sure. That's uh, Kevin Wallenfang, Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources. I appreciate you walking us through what's going on over there with the, the advisory councils and giving us some info on whitetail management in the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, you bet. And if uh, you've got folks that spend a lot of time hunting over here, like I said, April 4th through the 17th, we'd like to get their feedback. So they can go to the department website and put in CDAC for County Deer Advisory Councils, and they will find that survey. So let us know what's going on in your county. Kevin, thank you very much for being on Northland Outdoors Radio. You bet. Thank you. All right. Also, my thanks to Jason Freed talking about the ultimate fishing camp coming up on Leech Lake at the end of June. And, of course, the Northland Outdoors staff, Tim Bogenshoots, Greg Kaiser, Brian Peterson. Thank you for listening. If you missed any part of the show, you can podcast it at northlandoutdoors.com. In fact, you can listen to all of our past shows at northlandoutdoors.com. While you're there, you can get a little sneak peek of the new TV show, Northland Outdoors Television, coming to Fox Sports North here in July. See the first sneak peek of Northland Outdoors Television at northlandoutdoors.com. And, of course, we want to welcome our listeners in Austin, Minnesota, Austin Albert Lee, listening in on KAUSAM in Austin. Thank you for tuning in to Northland Outdoors Radio. I'm Brett T-Bone Amundsen. Make sure you take some time to spend some time in the outdoors this week. For the latest on rules, regulations, and more, visit NorthlandOutdoors.com. Northland Outdoors Radio is a division of Forum Communications Company and broadcasts across the Northland on the Northland Outdoors Radio Network.
If you have a story that we should talk about, let us know at northlandoutdoors.com.